Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. So I, this is not likely to leak into our recording studio, but I feel like it cannot go unmentioned. Radon? The vi- <laughs> Is it right? Because I, <laughs> yeah. I smelt the smell. This whole building was painted with glow-in-the-dark paint in the 40s. Like, well, we should get out of here. Yeah. You think that's the reason the show's so bad? <laughs> We're loopy from radon this there whole time. Is, I have not been able to figure out right. exactly what's going on outside of our office building, but in the summer... Mm-hmm. And summer evenings, we're right on MacArthur Park. There's an amphitheater called the Levitt Pavilion. Right. And in the Levitt Pavilion, there's this free concert series. And there's a concert going on there right now that has some of the most extended guitar solos I have ever heard in my entire life. And a broad variety of types of guitar solos. Did you time them? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, no, I I always do. Right. If I hear a guitar solo, that's my you first. Pick, you whip out your pocket watch. Well, I don't even. I don't need a pocket watch. I've got one of those. Uh, I've got one of those like track and field timers that you hang Stop around watch. your sure, neck yeah. with the with the plug with mm-hmm. the plungers. Mm-hmm. You know, a manual one, of course. Stopwatch, yeah, yeah, but a manual one. <laughs> yes, well, yes, I agree with you. You're describing a manual <laughs> stopwatch. Yes, so we can agree on that. <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on that. And I mean, I do always before some immediately before someone. Once you hear a lick, once you hear a tasty lick. No, immediately before the licks start, I'll fire a starter's pistol into the air. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that why you get arrested so much? <laughs> yeah, and then there's that. I have that. That's why you get kicked out of so many jazz brunches. I have one of those photo finish cameras mm. that I use to capture the exact ending of a guitar song. And that's how I know how long a guitar solo is. Right. So how long are these, would you say, on average? Three minutes. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty long. Like, I had to look up. It's a festival, and I could not find the lineup for the festival. I could only find the headliner. The headliner is a Korean-American rapper, and this is not that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I heard several Santana songs in a row. But before that, I heard kind of like a metal song with like a ripping guitar solo. So it might just be... Are you sure maybe what's going on down there is Confusion Fest? Yeah, Confusion like, Fest 2019? Is there such a thing as a guitar solo cover band? Oh, I don't know. Is Someone that a, t- like just a guy solos. who covers great guitar solos? Right, from from Santana to Satriani. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> S&S. Yes. Right. <laughs> the two greats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah. it, could be, uh, it could be Santana and Metheny, and then it would be S&M. Oh. Oh, that's nice. And that would be a little jazzier. That would be a little jazzier. Yeah. So and a little naughtier. If if at any point it sounds like we are at a Brian title for this episode, Jazzy and Naughty. <laughs> string cheese incident, spaghetti incident. One of them is a Guns N' Roses album and one of them is a Oh right. There's the Guns N' Roses cover album that yeah, is that... I think the spaghetti incident. Yeah, that seems right to me. And then yeah. String Cheese Incident is the jam band, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's who it is. You think it's String Cheese I think incident? they're playing with I think they're playing along with uh, Korean American rapper Dumbfounded. Okay, but oh, what a, what a lineup! Yeah, the classic duo. What a, I got to get down there to Confusion Fest uh, yeah. and just Confusion be kind of confused. Brought to you by Target, by the way. <laughs> wow. Yeah. See, that's funny because I think of Targets as very intuitive stores. Right. Should we introduce our guest? Nah. Okay. <laughs> just keep talking about <laughs> what it's like to find my way around a Target and how about I always kind of know where stuff is, even yeah. if it's a new Target. Or different things we could time with my stopwatch. These all seem like great topics. Our guest on the program is a podcaster, uh, an actor, a voice actor, a voice director. 
He's a beloved favorite on this program, and of course, he's best known as the voice of Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, <laughs> in the Phoenix Wright Ace I'm Attorney best... video game. Yeah, I'm best known in this office for that. Right, yeah. <laughs> By my colleague, Lindsay Pavlis, yes, yeah. as the voice of, uh, which is a Japanese, which is an anime legal simulator. Yeah, it's a, it's a, lawyer, it's a lawyer video game where you, it's all the, all the action of being a lawyer but in handheld form. Mm-hmm. His name is Sam Regal. Hi, everybody. Hi, Sam. I'm Sam. Nice to meet you guys. It's great to, ha- well, to see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you too, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I guess I guess in the time, you know, but you've maybe been on this podcast three or four times, and uh, but I think recently you've been you've been doing a lot of D&D in your career. Oh, yeah. You've been D&Ding. Yeah. I, Jesse, do you know about this? But I, I play D&D now. You're in the professionally. Cr- you're in the critical role averse. I am in the critical role averse. Uh, God, I just want to be in an averse. <laughs> any averse. <laughs> I'd settle for being in the critical role of Dex. <laughs> sure. <laughs> they just give me a call once in a while. Right. Um, um, yeah, I played. You are very I, critical. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> seems like a good Rolodex for you to be in. Uh, yeah, I, we play D and D every week, and people watch us. Uh, we roll dice. It's, they watch you D. It's real. It's real weird, and it's been a, a wild experience. Was this all. something that you had to learn to do, or something that you had a long history of doing? So I, I did not play as a kid. Did you guys? Do you have any kid experience playing D and D? I had a babysitter. Shout out to Darius de Belgadere. <laughs> That's a great name. Yeah, I know. Darius DeBelgadere, great babysitter. Great guy. I've seen him a few times recently. He came to a show one time. I said, oh. hey, Darius DeBelgadere. Is he still babysitting? Uh, yeah, I think that's primarily. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but he played? He, he showed you the ropes? He was, a, he was a real committed power geek. And wow. he was also, I think, older enough than I that a Paper, pencil and paper board game had not yet really been superseded culturally mm-hmm. by video games. Yeah. Like, I know that they have come back around in a big way, but... Yeah. I think because people sort of yearn for the, the primal connection between people. Yeah, you know, sure. Sitting around a table, sharing stories, mm-hmm. pe- feeling a pencil and paper in your hand is a lot different than just dinking around on your phone all day. It is yeah. It is different than dinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> different than dinking. Different That's than D&D. David Dinkins, yeah. the yeah. former mayor sure. of New York I, City. I know him well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big D&D guy. <laughs> well, he's more of a Warhammer guy. Uh, I hate to correct you, but he he's more to, of a he Warhammer guy. He loves to paint guy. a minifig. Yeah, but he's a, he's a min-maxer. He yeah, really... <laughs> I never got any further than playing with my babysitter when he was babysitting me. Uh-huh. Uh, a few times. And also, I think there was a period in around, I'm going to say, fifth grade uh, where I would occasionally buy the book of a role-playing game. Uh-huh. Well, they're all great then, to look at. God, they talk about yeah. playing it with a friend at school but, but never actually yeah, yeah. get well, to the point Well, that's even farther where... than I went as a kid. As a kid, I never touched the stuff. I never – I never knew anyone who was doing it. And now as an adult, uh, we did it as sort of just on a lark. A friend of ours uh, said, hey, for my birthday this year, I want to get all my friends together and play a game of Mm D&D. And we did it. We're all voice actor type people. And after the the sesh was over, we all sort of had this – there was uniform. An yeah, we were like that was magical. Something about that was really great. Um, Must have been us. <laughs> I think it was a <laughs> lot of ego. As we yeah. It was a lot of ego because yeah. we were writing and performing at the same time. It's it's all us. Yeah, <laughs> and so we just kept doing it, and then uh, we started broadcasting, and people watch now. There was a period where I read Dungeons and Dragons novels. 
that I oh, would buy the novelizations. at the bookstore mm-hmm. by my house. That was also probably around fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah, just go in. Uh, they were specifically... Shit. Dragon they Lance? Were ed- yes. Dragon yes. Lance. That's exactly what they were. Yeah, yeah. They were Dragon Lance. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I, could, I remembered it was advanced Dungeons & Dragons, not standard. <laughs> sure. Uh, but uh, not, not the old man, yeah. as our friend Jimmy Pardo would say. Uh, but yeah, Dragon Lance novels. Yeah. I probably read eight yeah. of them. Yeah. I don't know how many of them there were, but I probably I, read eight of them. I, they, I, again, I, this is not my world as a kid, so I don't know. Like, I recently read three of those books. Uh, because I did, I read the audio books of them for, oh, wow. for like Audible or sure. whatever. Not Dragonlance. It was like another side series or something connected to it. But man, that was hard. So <laughs> when you do an audio book that is set in a rich fantasy world, uh-huh. do you have to have a separate voice for all the characters? This is what I – so I, there was no director. It was just me at home <laughs> <laughs> figuring this out on my yeah. own. And so I made the choice because it was like an adventuring party of five individuals. Right. Who are, these, made, can, who are these individuals? Oh, boy. If I, I – okay. don't I, – Well, there's Borax. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There's of course Borax's famous mule team, his twenty mule team. Mm, sure, they're a team. Of, they're a team of. They go from city to city, busting stains. Yep, yep. Oh, sure. You have to roll for each mule. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember their names, okay. but they were impossible. Right. Um, sure. Also, Fantasy no one gave me a pronunciation guide or anything, so I would read these place names, and I'd be like, Ooh. now we're in Thraska. And right. I, I don't know what that – I don't know if I'm There's saying it right. There's an unfamiliar accent mark over <laughs> one of the letters. That's the, the other thing that happened. I got – so it was a three-book series. Mm-hmm. I got into book three, and one <laughs> – and, 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 So and, deep. And one, in one of the passages, it said, like, um, come with me into the lair. She said in her unusual Tarascan language right. or, or no, in her unusual Tarascan accent. And I had not been giving her an accent for the other two books. <laughs> so I you was needed like, an unusual accent. So I was like, fuck, do I got to go back and redo all of her lines and some accent? And I made the conscious choice. No. Her unusual accent is American English. Yeah. That would might be unusual <laughs> yeah. to the people. Well, of... Particularly unusual in Tarasca. Sure. Yeah. We don't get many Americans down these parts. <laughs> that's my Jordan, that's why my... aren't you reading fantasy oh, novels yeah. for audiobooks? Country and Western. <laughs> well, I think the reason I don't read the books is because I'm not good at it. <laughs> I wouldn't do a good job at that. Oh, so that's probably the reason. I would listen to that book. Yeah, maybe I would too. Now that I, I'm hearing it in Jack my cans. Jack McBrayer reads Dragonlance. <laughs> Jordan Morris is Jack McBrayer as Dragonlance. <laughs> I'm Dragonlance. That's right. I also had a I had a computer game of Dungeons and Dragons oh. called The Secret of the Silver Blades. Whoa! It was CGA. On the on the IBM PC, so what is that? Four different greens, okay. four different <laughs> colors of green, possibly right. eight different colors of green. Wow! Uh, and I remember, uh, like you know, you would cast spells and stuff, sure. and there was a story. And it was too much for me at the time. I think oh. I was nine. It was too heady? It was, it, it was, it was too like complicated? It was too complicated. Like, I knew to cast the spells. But, like, later they would try and make Dungeons & Dragons games. There was, like, console Dungeons & Dragons games, right, that were kind of not that Dungeons and Dragonsy. Yeah, so I mean I think the the NES had a lot of D&D games that were a little more, you know, a, a, a 
Legit. A, a simulacrum of playing the game. Uh-huh. Um, right. But I think, you know, as you get, I mean, I my D&D experience, very limited. I mean, to look at me, you would think, for this, sure, this man plays a lot of D&D. Oh, 100%. Because of his <laughs> Hobbit-like qualities. <laughs> Jordan, I would just like to say that what yes. you accidentally said was, this man plays a lot of D&D. Oh. And I could see you playing a lot of D&D. If you're talking about David Busters. <laughs> <laughs> then yes, sir. If it's D&D, <laughs> I'm at there. I, I was thinking Dave Matthews band, which, oh, is, I, was which I think is D- happening outside right M-B. now. MB. <laughs> I was yeah. thinking drum and bass. Oh, drum and bass. Okay, okay. Well, we all thought something different. It's yeah. fun. Humans are fun. Yeah, aren't they? <laughs> We're all just trying to get along with this crazy blue marble. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, I uh, so yeah, D&D kind of – when I think I became committed to nerd shit, uh, it was maybe a little kind of in between the – yeah, Video I, games are the thing now, and yeah, I feel like we age-wise, we really hit the nadir of Dungeons and Dragons for being in our mid to late thirties right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. as elderly millennials, we really missed out on the Gen X peak, and then also the the retro revival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that my nerd gaps are like seventies nerd shit. If you if you don't count Monty Python, which I am very into. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So you know, like Star Trek, Doctor Who, D anD D are kind of my little gaps that I don't know much about. It's good that you know that and acknowledge your, your flaws. I know, I know myself. Yeah, I yeah. know myself. Um, I, I, that, yeah. I have a lot of nerd nerd gaps. Yeah. And I've been playing catch up with this with this group that I play with yeah. ever ever since we started. I feel like I felt like a, a fraud and an imposter for most of it. But now I people ask me like I'm considered an authority on, yeah. on D&D. And so I have to know some of this stuff. But I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of guy is your guy? Uh, well, I've had two major uh, guys. Uh, my first guy was a gnome bard, mm-hmm. ca- casts magic with his singing voice. Amazing. Uh, and, you have a beautiful uh, cool singing voice, too. Oh, I mean, thank I've heard you. it. It's really nice. Thank you. Really nice. That's really nice. As in the Smash It video game, The Bard's Tale. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, finishing a thought real quick oh, about sorry. D&D oh, video sorry. games. I would like to hear, uh, just to, to complete the thought so no one yells at us, yeah. uh, D&D video games, they made some for the uh, Nintendo uh, that were kind of like playing D&D. There's some very action-y ones on the Super Nintendo and the Genesis, and then there's kind of a split the difference ones for the PlayStation, Baldur's Gate, Dark Alliance, which I played with wow. uh, our friend Nathaniel Chapman. In oh, college. God bless our friend so, Nathaniel So some RPG Chapman. elements but still very hack so, and slash. So games are not part of your gap, your nerd gap. You know games <laughs> up the wazoo. <laughs> yeah, They're not Sam. Definitely the one that yes. I had was a pure recreation of the right. active playing tabletop games oh. with the occasional what passed for a cutscene on an 8 megahertz computer, <laughs> which is to say just like a like a static photograph with a lot of border around it and like a mouth that goes up and down <laughs> while text scrolls uh-huh. in like an almost unreadable like gothic font uh-huh. <laughs> just this side of unreadable right. uh, but there was a lot of there was a lot of like check page 42 in the manual mm. oh wow that was like sure, a sure. key part of what was going on with the that best game. video games yeah. make you make you think and they make you read <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh so Sam you're saying you're guys so you've oh, had so a you've had a bard so I played a bard uh, a lecherous bard uh, mm. character and now currently I play as a uh, a female nob uh, noblin goblin uh, rogue now how lecherous is she she is not lecherous. She's a bit of an alcoholic. But oh, she's uh, she's a family woman. She has a, a husband and a son. That's nice. Yeah, it is. Uh, now you're a professional voice actor. Do you do a uh, nice lady voice? 
I, I do. I, it's, not, it's like my equivalent of fantasy Miss Piggy. <laughs> I tie talk like this. It's terrible. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, this sounds fun. Yeah. And you, but you are, you are. I'm. You know, we we love all of our guests, of course, yeah. and and thank them for coming in to do this show. But yeah. uh, special thanks to you. You are coming here right from Comic Con, basically. Yeah. I just was on the train this morning. I, I was at Comic Con uh, for Friday and Saturday. Today's a Sunday. Yeah, I trained back. Back this morning, had a great time, lost my voice a little, but it was uh, it was fun to schmooze. Normally, I kind of dislike the Comic Con. Sure, it's, it's a it's, it's a, you so know, much. Sure, there's a lot of it. Yeah, it's an onslaught of, of the senses, the smells, the smells, a lot of the smells, a lot of smells. Um, but this time was really fun. I just hung out with friends, met some new friends. Um, Laid low a little bit. I I went to the gym. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Maybe gym in Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to do it in costume. So, <laughs> so you see a lot of Darth Vader's on stairmasters. <laughs> yeah. He would yeah. do that because he's yeah. tired and also he's a he, he's a, he's a, a mechanical human. Yeah. yeah. I want to make it clear that's not this. That's not me doing an impression of how Darth Vader sounds in the Star Wars movies. No. I could make a sound that sounds ex- right. much closer to that. It's not just a horrible impression. That's if he, when he gets tired, it goes from a classic <sighs> noise yeah, sound yeah, was pretty good, to actually. the to the to what other we heard. One. What we heard. Yeah, I just don't to, to the don't middle-aged at man, me, bro. <laughs> right, we don't need ats. Uh, did you notice? I always kind of like when I go to a comic con or a comic con type event, kind of noticing the like cosplay trends. Like what's you know, I remember the. Maybe last year there were a lot of venoms. Venom mania sure. was was sweeping the the country. Sure, uh, sure, all kinds of venoms. Do you did you notice anything? There's a lot of X. There's a lot of Y. Uh, let's see here. I mean, I saw a lot is of Marvel there, stuff. Is uh, there a lot of X or MDMA? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, there's Molly everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people cosplaying as Molly. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, there. I was there, trying to think who the most famous. <laughs> pop culture Molly was to make the joke. And of course, by that you mean Molly Blank. But I couldn't think of a single fucking one. Uh, 80s man Molly Hatchet. Yeah, that might have. Molly add. Shannon? Oh, really, not... <laughs> I'm cosplaying as the actress Molly Shannon. Yes. Anybody who cosplays as Molly Shannon at Comic-Con, I'm ready to, I'll write you a check for $500. You fucking rule. Oh, wow. Not as any greatest cosplayer, like all the Game of Thrones people all the Brienne of Tarths in the sure. world walk right by. I'm giving five dollars to take a picture with fake Molly Shannon. <laughs> God, I love Molly Shannon. Oh, she's the best. Yeah, uh, she's funny and sad at the same time. <laughs> and no true. matter what she's doing, it's it's tinged with melancholy. Yeah, I never thought about it like that, but that yeah. is her brand. Yeah. And she's very good at it. She's fucking tremendous at it. God bless yeah. her. Yeah. Uh, you were saying you saw oh, no, a, lot saw a, Marvels, a lot of Marvel. A lot of Marvel. I think there was a lot of expectation at this Comic Con for Marvel announcements. Right. So I think people were trying to guess like oh, guess wow. like what the next Marvel Universe thing is there was a right. lot of Fantastic Four there was some a lot of Silver Surfer sure, this I was like we... the costume equivalent of those British betting markets uh, yes yeah <laughs> yeah they gotta get dressed up to qualify yeah that. I think we all maybe would have guessed there would have been more Fantastic Four slash Silver Surfer related announcements so I've been uh, I, I didn't really pay attention what were the like is the, what should I know what do I need Kumail to know Kumail Nanjiani is a Marvel yeah. now also I mean that's he's a ex- Marvel that's exciting <laughs> but new black Blade. Yeah. Oh yeah, new right. blade. Yeah, the first blade ever to have been affiliated with the rap collective Hieroglyphics. Mm. <laughs> Wait, what? Mahershala Ali. He was affiliated with Mahershala a, a, a Ali. Rap group. 
He was a rapper. He had one, put out one single that I've seen. Wow. Uh, but he was affiliated with Hieroglyphics, which is like the one of, if not the most credible underground hip-hop groups of all time. I did not know that. Or collectives. Crews, you might say. Oh, I okay. Guess. Okay. Yeah. You would say Crews. He was later on. He was after the, their, well after their peak, like 2004 Maybe five, they'll or. have a resurgence now because of the Blade film. Yeah, um, seems likely. Maybe sure. they'll get back together again. Let's get Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Let's get casual into the Blade movie. <laughs> Wrap the plot over the credits. <laughs> yeah. Wrap the End plot credits. over on, the credits. Come Tajay, let's get all the souls of mischief in there whoa whoa uh, so yeah, yeah that was that was the big one and some other you know some sequels and stuff but i think That's we're all amazing. excited for camille nangiani to be a marvel and new blade as well yeah i think natalie portman is going to be thor natalie portman's gonna they're gonna do a yes how does that work do they put i think she has to uh, exercise a lot but i mean do they put prosthetics on her does she have to look like thor or, or uh, a um, thor. cracks knuckles <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, this is jordan's part of the show well <laughs> Uh, yes, there is precedent for uh, Jane Foster oh. uh, being Thor. Okay, there was a there was a, a beloved Thor story a couple years ago uh, from Jason Aaron, who's a great Marvel writer. Uh, where poo boy, something happens, Thor's arm gets cut off, and okay. he does something. <laughs> Unworthy, can't lift the hammer, and it turns out that uh, Jane Foster can lift the hammer, so she becomes Thor. Uh, but so but think, because she's particularly strong, or because she's strong of will and heart? I think it's a pure of heart thing, yeah. Okay. But I imagine she'll have to get a little bit jacked. Yeah, right? But, I mean, you can't be Thor and just have normal, extremely skinny, yeah. you know. Natalie Norm- Portman is, 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 a, is a thin person. Sure. She must, you know, I, she looks like she's 110 pounds, maybe? I, I mean, think she probably builds for tone, and she's going to have to bulk up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of weight gainer. <laughs> yeah, just Portman's going to be chugging muscle milk. Yeah. In the comics, she was a, a leaner, lither Got Thor. It. And yeah. it's it's great. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a really great uh, comics arc, and I think uh, – I mean, that may, they might not do exactly that in the movie, but uh, the source material is certainly terrific. Sam, so. did you bulk up at all when you were playing the voice of Spider-Man in <laughs> Spider-Man video games? <laughs> I uh, I did not I did not bulk up. Did you get uh, to that Garfield level? <laughs> did you get Garfield jacked? Did you garf it? I did not get that that jacked for the role. I, I although I did do the mo- motion the motion capture for it, but uh, oh neat! I did, but I it, did, it required no preparation. Wait, at all. did you just have to do the when you say you did the motion capture for it? Did you just do the motion capture for like? A scene where scenes where Peter Parker is talking to Aunt May, or were there any parts where you had to jump around like Spider Man? So I I was looking forward to the jumping around like Spider Man bits, yeah. but they they when we got to those bits, they were like, okay, Sam, you're done. Thanks so Aww. much. <laughs> and I, bring in Garfield. <laughs> but I got to do one. Garfield scene. comes in. He's like, oh, I hate Mondays. <laughs> Wait, that's uh, the Garfield you mean, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> Retroactively. Let's go back in the podcast and make that my intent, not Andrew Garfield, the bad Spider-Man. No, no, no. Garfield. I, I loved his, his turn as, as Spider-Man. It was right. between Tobey yeah. Maguire and yeah. Andrew Garfield. Uh-huh. We were both it was great actual Spider- Cat Garfield. Right. We were both Cat. great Spider-Man. Yeah. A lot of good takes on a classic character. Yeah. Um, I did get to tackle a woman in, in the mocap. Oh, wow. Thing. I a- got to jump off a, of, a, of a small tower made out of apple boxes and... And jump onto a woman and tackle her. Was it the kind That's... where you wear a ping pong ball on your nose? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Not on my nose, but no. yes. This was a. Well, then how do they know where your nose is twitching? <laughs> well, when you, look, you smell crime, if you look at the if you look at that game, his nose is just all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't invent that until after. Well. Yeah, fucking messed up. Um, the, the 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 woman you tackled was a stunt performer. She was a stunt person. Yes. Okay. 
And she was intimidating, and she told me to jump on her as hard as I could. Wow. And and that I could not harm her. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot harm me. That's what she said to me. Wow. And I I took that as a challenge. Now, that's a a Thor move. Yeah. I took it as a challenge. I tried to knock the shit out of her. And I failed. Wow. <laughs> she was totally fine. What character was she playing? Or was it just kind of a general, they're going to map a lot of different villains or things She was her? a, I think, a t- just a tough, a Russian tough. Okay, sure. Uh, that worked for, I don't know, geez, Juggernaut. I don't know. I don't know anything about games or movies. Yeah, maybe more likely Tombstone. But <laughs> okay. Maybe uh, a Tombstone. The pizza company? <laughs> yes, yeah. It's a villain in the Spider-Man universe. <laughs> One of the Sinister Six. So there's Tombstone, the Red Baron. Uh, shit, I don't know more little, frozen pizza companies. Little Caesar. Little Caesar. Yes, great. Let's keep this going. Domino. Domino, of course. <laughs> yeah. And Papa John is their leader. Oh, he is. Yeah. Regular Papa John. Regular, yeah. Papa John from the commercials, the guy, Papa John, that yeah. guy. I think that's six. Yeah. It might not be. But... Listen, that's about as funny as that's going to get. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, so a lot of Marvels uh, oh, yeah, in, the, in Marvels. the world of cosplay. There was still some straggler Game of Thronesies, Yeah, right. sure. But they didn't seem to be getting the respect that they were expecting before right. the last couple episodes right. of the season dropped. Maybe some mixed. Mm. I think they were some... working on those costumes all year, maybe. Yeah. Thinking, yeah. like, this is my year. I'm going to roll up as everybody's favorite character, <laughs> yeah. Daenerys. Yeah. <laughs> and then they got there. Well, they got they got to the end of the series, and they're like, shit, now I can't. People are mad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Game of Thrones guys bailed on it, from what I heard. That's that's the rumor. They bailed on the... at the last minute. Yeah. They're like, eh, we don't we don't need this. We have 75 Star Wars movies to make. Right, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of lonely Game of Thronesies out there. But I I, res- I respect the people sticking with it, even though maybe it was not the most. Po- I, yeah, I respect it, and you know maybe think that we all had a fun time with Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps <laughs> the, remember the good the, times. Maybe the perhaps the dismount could have been handled a little sure, differently. Sure. But we didn't. We all have a nice time with the Game of Thrones. Yeah, that shit ruled. Yeah, <laughs> shit was great. It was. It really was. But it's gonna forever be sort of marred by. It's yeah, it's weird. The, the legacy, hours, the legacy will be really weird. Yeah, I wonder how we will all talk about Game of Thrones in in a couple of years. Whether we'll just be talking about that that ending no one liked or <laughs> the other stuff or Hodor. Oh, yeah, and his giant he was Hodor. down there. He was down there. Oh, that's right. Hodor DJs. He played a party that no one could get into featuring yeah. DJ Hodor. You know what's Man. fucking amazing is I feel like the two biggest bear DJs in the world are Bob Mold from uh, Husker Du okay. and Hodor. <laughs> Those guys are like those guys. That's like the European and American. They DJ bear parties. This is true. I'm not making this up. Mm-hmm. They de- uh, Bob Mould. They get the gay subculture. The gay subculture. Yeah. Uh, they they will DJ for like twenty five thousand screaming, sweating fans. Wow. It, it like to the point where you're like, I know that Bob Mould is like one of the most important figures in alternative rock history. And Hodor is one of is a, a key he held character. The door once. He did yeah. hold the door once. He's a yeah. key character on one the of the door. most one of the, the sure. world's most popular television programs of the last decade or yeah. so. Uh, maybe the most popular television program of the, of the last decade. Yet they somehow have had more successful careers as EDM DJs, specifically for bears. Mm-hmm. Which I think, honestly, 
fucking rules. Yeah. <laughs> like find, that is find a your niche. dream yeah. career transition. It's about following momentum, right? Right. And they, yes. and they, they... I mean, like like your squad when you got done with that first game in D and D. Let's harness this. Let's yeah. see where it goes. Yeah, and we just we just kept going. You just you, when when you find yourself at a at, at a bear uh, EDM party and you're like, this feels right. This feels, this right. feels where I need to be right now. Yeah, spinning the ones and twos. In this yeah. sea of beards. <laughs> yeah. You just cut the legs off your jeans. <laughs> Fucking rules. <laughs> um, do you guys when you're when you're when the D and D crew goes down to and you were there for other things too. Like you were there for your I work, voice directing job. Yeah, I work and on stuff Ducktales. Like we yeah. had a Ducktales panel. It was fun. Lin Manuel. Miranda was there, surprise sure. guest. On the DuckTales panel? He's he's a cast member of the show. He's This is a what Lin-Manuel Miranda. Uh, well, I think we can all agree a brilliant genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh you you and I have met him. I don't mean to cut you out, but uh a very nice man yeah. in our experience. Super warm We're, heart. Yeah. Talked about it beforehand. Uh he has truly championship level just fucking Done that thing where he has a signature perfect achievement uh-huh. in the perfect musical that he wrote uh-huh. and starred in. Uh, and he has just been fucking calling his agent and being like, you know what I want to do? And oh, it works yeah. every time. Mm. Yeah. It is the, it is a, like speaking of career turns that are perfect. Yeah. Like that is the becoming a celebrity EDM bear DJ <laughs> of acting. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, is being like, yeah, well, I want to be on fucking Ducktales. <laughs> yeah, be Burton, Mary Poppins, and on Ducktales. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he can literally do anything. Do it. <laughs> anything that strikes his fancy that day. Is he Gyro Gear Loose? He he is Gizmo Duck. Giz- okay, he is Gizmo Duck. Uh, Fenton. Okay. Uh, not uh, yeah. Uh, Fenton Crackshell Cabrera. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. He's Gizmo Duck, and he loves it. And the first day he recorded with us, uh, he really wanted to sing. Uh, like the theme song, he wanted to, to <laughs> some, like do That's do great. something. Uh, like, we all, I think, we would all want to sing the yes, theme song if we. But we were forbidden from it, from from that ah. because uh, to get him to sing for a property now costs a lot of money. Oh, <laughs> I, wow. don't, I don't even think he knows. So that. there's a different rate <laughs> yes. for talking v singing. Yes, you're know, like, don't open your fucking mouth, Miranda, <laughs> yes. unless it's to say normal yes. words. Don't even speak in a sing song manner. <laughs> like... You cannot rhyme, sir. <laughs> we will be we will be bankrupt if, if any rhyme. of his lines accidentally rhyme. <laughs> yeah. They have to go out, and cut them out. That's right. Um, so yeah, so you were there, but uh, so when you when the D and D crew goes, do yeah. you guys play in front of an audience, or is it more of a Q and A? So we thing? sometimes do. We we go to Gen Con uh-huh. every year, and we do a live show where we we go out on stage to a, an excited, enthusiastic rock style audience, mm-hmm. ready for some D and D, and we sit down at, at tables at folding tables, and we play for four hours. <laughs> wow, four hours! Wow, yes. four hours! And there is. A gigantic crowd of rabid fans who we love, uh, who stick through it. And That's amazing. Are there intermissions like the 1960s around the world in 80 days? <laughs> <laughs> like, is this a roadshow situation? There is an intermission. Giving people a chance to buy some popcorn? Or <laughs> I think it's more like a um, an Indian wedding, right? Those go on for a long time. Yeah, sure. so but you, you guys don't have to ride in on elephants, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you don't. You uh, have you guys been to Indian weddings? The, I have not. No. One... I, my uh, my colleague just visited. Just went to one. Uh, he is Indian American and uh, just went to one and told me about all the wild ass shit. It sounds fucking great. So but much. But also, stuff. like, it would bankrupt any set of parents ever. Yeah, but so much stuff happens and it takes forever. The only one that I've ever been to. 
I was surprised pleasantly that it's okay to just like get up and leave for a while during the wedding yeah. <laughs> and like go out and find some refreshments, take a walk sure. and then come back when you're ready. And I feel like that's how our games are when we do these live shows. If someone wants to get up and walk around and not, and not listen, that's fine. Yeah. Maybe the rock show is a good analogy. <laughs> if, you know, if you want to get go to the bar, go to the bathroom, sure. you know, you can. It's like a festival. Sure. Yeah. Do people yeah. camp? <laughs> they, they line up early. Yeah. Yeah. That's gorgeous. When you do, when you do a live show like that yeah. in front of a bunch of people, do you have to keep in mind the current continuity of the game, or is it like a what-if situation? Yeah, is it in or out of canon? Oh, well, so Gen Con is always in canon, live-streamed. So the show oh, the show we broadcast counts. live, and it is in canon, and it is, it is difficult to pull off. Um, we've done a couple other live shows. In fact, we do one uh, in Los Angeles. We did one at the Ace Hotel. Um, this past January, that was uh, this is a, like a thousand seat venue. Yeah, by the a, way. I saw nineteen hundred. I saw Elvis Costello there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest audience we played to was in New York. We played to a thirty eight hundred seat. Wow, Jiminy four, four hours of D and D. It was that's full. amazing. That is so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, is it though? Is it cool? I think yes, it's cool. <laughs> amazing. Yes. Should we use it's amazing? Let's say it's amazing. Incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. Let's say amazing. And we're so we we love it. It's the yeah. it's like the highlight of our of our years is to do these live shows and to feel like like rock stars for for a moment, a brief moment. Yes, um, Elven rock stars. But it is much easier bards. to put on. Uh, as you are so apt to to notice, it is much easier to do an out of canon. What if like a like a like a, take a favorite characters and pit them against each other, yeah. or do like a side quest or something, or a back in time sort of mm-hmm. a thing? Way easier to do that than to have to deal with actual canon stuff at a live show. God, it's so hard to deal with canon at the live show. I have the same problem when I'm playing the eighteen twelve overture. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say I have a hard pro- I have a hard time uh, with cannons on stage when I'm doing the live version of Wild N' Out, <laughs> featuring Nick Cannon. I think that's what I was getting at. I don't know if he hosted that show. I think he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I think you're correct on that. Well, yeah. good for uh, me. Can I say that I have the same problem with that when mm-hmm. I am doing live screenwriting of sequels? To... Maybe you shouldn't have done this third one. <laughs> what are you? No, what this, are you? Is a, this is a rich bit. Rule yeah, of, let's see. Rule of threes, Rule Jordan. Of, okay. You could have gone with you could have gone with the Canon camera maker, but you're That'd going with something. Good. You're going no. with something way cooler. I want no. to hear what, what this is. What is, is it? Yeah. No. When, I, when I'm, I'm making sorry, cam- I when have. I'm making cameras on stage. Oh, I, I took the I took the wind out yeah. of your sails. No, what was it going to be? One. I'm sorry. Was this going to be K Canon? Oh, writer of Pitch Perfect. That would have been good. I'm sorry. I should. You know what? I I jumped on that. Very talented. Very funny. I jumped on that like Sam jumping on a stunt man. Excuse me, stunt woman. Excuse me. Stunt the good news is both I and K Cannon are invulnerable. No good. <laughs> you can't harm. You sure. Can do nothing I'm you just... can do to harm us. That's good. Okay, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, Jordan. Yes, Jesse. Every week, Jordan, Jesse Go is brought to our kind listeners by all of the members of MaximumFun.org, and particularly mm-hmm. those members of MaximumFun.org who listen to this program. Mm-hmm. All the folks who go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. This week, we're also brought to you by Zip 
Recruiter. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. That's three things we like. Yeah. That place I like is... two out of three. Oh, you're not a you're, fan of fast? You're going to have to guess which one it is. You're more of a furious guy. <laughs> uh, that place where hiring is simple, fast, and smart is ZipRecruiter. It sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. Uh, with their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply for your job. Jordan, can I ask you a serious question? I would love that. This is a question of great import. Yes. How effective is ZipRecruiter? It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on the ZipRecruiter site get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. That's incredible. And it says here, right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. It occurs to me, JJGo, that, well, that's the initials of our program. That's the, that's the one. Well, technically, JJG would be, but Go is such a short word, you yeah, might as well throw, throw in that in O there. there. It sounds a little better, too. Do, is there an extra charge for the O? Oh, for our uh, listeners? Yes, and we've been charging them for the O this whole time. <laughs> for this almost 600 episodes, you've been charged. But if they call in, they can get a refund on that if they call their credit card company. Right, yes, just uh, called a fraudulent charge. <laughs> uh, Jordan, we also have a live show coming up right here in the City of Angels. Yes. Uh, Los Angeles, California. That's the one. Uh, we have a show going down 724. That's Wednesday uh, so if you're listening to this on Tuesday or Wednesday, there's still time to get down to the Angel City Brewery in downtown L.A. to see us with uh, a pretty spectacular lineup, actually. Yeah, this is about as good as it gets podcasting-wise, as long it, given that Sam Regal's not going to be there. That's true. Sam Regal is— You know uh, what, Sam Regal? Invited guest. Wow. Yeah, you want to stop by? Yeah. Well, uh, I haven't really been listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you if you wanted to, you could come join us. And I'm actually I'm going to amend my invitation. <laughs> oh, Remember okay. earlier when I invited Sam Regal? I do. Well, Sam Regal's not, not invited, but but Jordan. Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney oh, is invited. Oh, if Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney would like to offer an objection you'll, at some you'll point. You'll get no objection here. <laughs> uh, we got the Doughboys, Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger. Uh, music and goofing around from the great Allie Gertz. Uh, she of the Everything's Coming Up Simpsons podcast. Yeah, and our buddies from Rocket Jump are going to be doing Story Break to open up the show. They're going to do, uh, you know, the, on that program they make a, they make a screenplay pitch mm-hmm. out of pop culture properties like uh, that should not be screen. I mean, at this point, what even qualifies as something that shouldn't be a screenplay? Like. Sure. I think that uh, probably Grape Nuts has sold as a, as a <laughs> right. t- in treatment form at this sure. point. But, uh, kind yeah. of an irreverent, self-aware Grape oh, Nut. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he, he knows he's nuts. He's not afraid. He knows he's nuts. He's not afraid to tell you. Uh, you can get a ticket to that show at MaximumFun.org slash Summer Boys of Summer. I believe the doors at 7 shows at 8 at this the Angel the, City Brewery. This is the grand finale of the Summer Boys of Summer Tour, Jordan. Yeah. This is going to be going off. I will be performing the 1812 Overture. Oh, my. Uh, we'll be bringing in the heavy artillery uh, for that. I'll so duck and cover. I'll be insulting Nick Cannon's mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do have a song from Amy Mann that be. Oh, oh, right. Special surprise. Yeah. Uh, she will not be there in person, but there will be a special video message from Amy Mann, Oscar nominee, winner? Yeah, sure. Yes. <laughs> Let's just say winner. Yeah. Let's say winner. <laughs> She's got all the over. She's probably knee got at this uh, point. Amy Mann has prepared a special video that you will be able to see first at that show. Oh, man. 
man. It's going to be the debut of a very special Damn song. Man. This is something that was promised to Jordan Jesse Go listeners in the last Max Fun Drive. This is going to be its world premiere. And I will say, I'm not going to get in too deep about the specifics because mm-hmm. we're avoiding them for some reason. Yeah. And I don't remember what it is. It's more fun, I guess. Okay. But, but I'm, it might not be. Who knows? I'm, I'm not going to get into too many specifics, but she wrote a song about Jordan's cat. Yes. <laughs> And it's going to be debuting. That's right. Our Max Fun colleague, Amy Mann from the Art of Process podcast, who is also one of America's most celebrated singer-songwriters, wrote a song about Jordan's cat, Bug. Yes. Wow. She recorded a video of her playing it. It's very beautiful. As you might imagine. Yeah, just like Bug. Um, so th- we will be debuting that video at the Angel City Brewery Wednesday, 724. You get those tickets at MaximumFun.org slash Summer Boys of Summer. It'll be a very special show. My mom and stepdad Brad might come. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a hard maybe? They said maybe. <laughs> Jordan, we got to do. I asked them. We got to do one of these days when we have a live show in Los Angeles. We got to do Jordan Sings a Song mm-hmm. with Stepdad Brad accompanying on the trombone. Oh, yeah. He might like to do that. It I might think, be fun for him. I think that'd be pretty fun. It'd be fun for him. I think that'd be a nice piece of business. Nice so, to see Brad. If mom, nice he's a nice man. If mom can get off work in time, they're going to come up here <laughs> to see the show. It's that important. Have it they is. ever been to a Jordan Jesse Go show? Your mom's been to one time, right? I don't know. I, I saw her once. My sister's been a couple times, but yeah. no, I don't think my mom has been. Does she know what we do on the show? No. Calls it the blog. <laughs> <laughs> Calls the podcast the blog. Is this a concern at all? Like, uh, I'm always worried oh, that, that maybe she thinks it's something else. My mom will accidentally come to this show at Sketchfest right. instead of coming to Judge Sean Hodgman mm-hmm. uh, or Bullseye. Right. Which she understands which, pretty sure. well. Or my dad, you know, my dad can come to this show, but I still would prefer it for him to come to see, as he calls it, your friend Houseman. <laughs> Is that so, yeah, Hodgman? Houseman. Oh, okay. Go see yeah. your friend Houseman. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I think my mom and stepdad will be confused. Okay. Yeah, well. But I think they'll have a good time. I think they're. They're good uh, folks. Yeah, they have real positive attitudes. They and, get it. I, think I mean, it's fun. no Bridge of Spies. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Our podcast is No Bridge of Spies. <laughs> That's a great time. An austere <laughs> late period Spielberg. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you in just a second. I'm Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, hi. I'm Sam Regal, uh, uh, the Walmart guy. <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to do that. No, no. <laughs> just now. You, you did great. The Walmart guy, honestly, <laughs> is fucking perfect. Yeah. That's pretty premium. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. The Walmart guy. Suck it, Target guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Target guy. Sorry. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm Big Kmart all the way. Oh, Big yeah. K. Nice. Yeah. Thank nice you very much. <laughs> it's now, me, Marshall from Marshalls. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Papa John's from yep, Papa John's. Yep, that's me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Marshall. <laughs> Why is TJ- buy some, <laughs> buy some slightly damaged pants in me. <laughs> Do you need an irregular fork? <laughs> it's me, Marshall. Are you allergic to the stuff they spray on clothes to keep them from wrinkling? Well, great news. You're going to be in hives the second you walk through my door. Um, did you know that TJ Maxx, yeah. you know, the, the Marshall's equivalent, mm-hmm. TJ Maxx, 
is called TK Maxx in the UK. What? That's fun. What does TJ mean? They also had to change the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to Teenage Mutant Hero right. Turtles. Right, yes. So what does TJ mean in England that it can't that it can't be spoken in their I mean, my first thought is it probably means ninja. Mm, sure. <laughs> I don't they know if that's... They smell it ginger? So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To ginger, yes. <laughs> Oi, you're to ginger, mate. Oi. Gov. You're, you're to ginger. Peas and carrots. Peas and carrots. Right. It's hey. Cockney rhyming slang for Oi. ninja. Oi. To ginger. <laughs> In Cockney, it rhymes. Right. Yeah, it does. Oi. So... Hey, you to ginger, mate? <laughs> anyway. It's me, young Einstein. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's Yahoo, Yahoo serious. serious. The name of the actor and the character. <laughs> um, he made another movie. I looked him n- up on Wikipedia. No, he did not. Yeah. Other another, than young Einstein? In addition to young Einstein. Wow. Re- at this, around the same time? Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of credits in the last decade or so. No. But he's kind of quiet. Other he's lying he has in an wait. Interesting voice as a voiceover person. Yeah, that seems like an untapped resource. Yeah, right. Boy. You know what? But why hire him when you can just get a Yahoo Serious impression together? That's yeah, that, a, there's a proud lack... tradition. There's a proud tradition in cartoon voiceover where children's cartoons, in particular. Uh, some of the characters are just an actor doing an impression of an actor from 30 years previous. Yes, you are not. You are not <laughs> incorrect about that. A lot. I think mo- 80% of most voice actors' reels are bad impressions of other people's <laughs> roles. Um, but there, that lacks a certain authenticity. Right. You want the real right. Yahoo serious. Yeah, that's true. To real, like, I feel like kids can tell the difference. Yeah, kids, this kids is Yahoo know, serious. Kids will know business. Yahoo. <laughs> right. <laughs> We don't want any Yahoo simulacra. No. <laughs> um, we. This is a very. You're here on an important day, Sam. Oh, yeah. how, we, maybe so. the most important day in Jordan Jesse Go history because we, of the hot guitar licks that are still going on. <laughs> yeah. No, because of the absence of importance of anything else we've ever done in right. the twelve years oh, we've wow. been doing this show. <laughs> yeah. And I am just getting word that they have moved on to Megadeth. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's just a little update from Confusion wow, Fest. It's face melting. Um, so we uh, we have a a popular slash unpopular segment called the Coliseum, where yeah. we survey the listeners mm-hmm. and have a kind of a, a friendly competition to see who can uh, get the closest uh, in a listener survey. So yeah. we survey our listeners for a variety of things, kind of with the you know the kind of subtext being that we've done this show for a while and we kind of know the audience. I yeah. think as it turns out, I do not know the audience. Oh. I've been not been doing well at this game. Um, but we've been having a lot of fun. I don't. I think you just didn't know how many people have been on a submarine. Sure. Yeah, that was my <laughs> most embarrassing defeat. Is uh, I did not know that like hundreds and hundreds of our listeners have been on submarines. I would. I would have been right with you. I. I assume that only thirty thousand people in the world have ever been on a submarine. Like, yeah. Uh, like a true military submarine. Well, right. you guys are landlubbers, and I'm sure. a man of the sea. <laughs> right. Right. Of the proud. An sea. old man of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we are we are bringing the segment to a close. We've had a lot of fun. Brian, I guess uh, you, our producer Brian Fernandez, has been collecting some data and I guess has – Brian, you have some kind of highlights from the Coliseum. Do you want to share those with us? Um, yeah. I sort of did a history of the Coliseum here. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I mean if you want – What is this, Grantland? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I'll say that uh, we'll just – I can give – I won't give all the numbers I guess, but um, I uh, – 
You can put the numbers on MaximumFun.org, right? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, we can do Oh, that. the raw data for your fans to, like, cull through? We got a lot of data heads in yeah, the audience. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so, we're going to need to know everybody's war. Right. Wins above replacement. <laughs> uh, so what, what do we got? What are some of your faves, Brian? Uh, so the highest... Um, Moneyball. The <laughs> highest... The highest number are the subs. We had a total after every because people keep emailing in after we announce the the number on the show after we throw it out there. People keep because they listen later right. on. Um, so we have our t- our grand total uh, was four hundred and eighty subs. Wow! And now, Brian, else. how many hoagies and how many grinders? <laughs> Split fifty fifty. Yeah. Wow! Okay, oh, got it. It's a regional thing. Yeah, those are um, people, people who have been on submarines. People have been on yeah. submarines. Wow. I mean, well, because there are dry docked submarines. Or okay, like, there are submarines that we, but we specifically excluded the submarines at theme parks. You have to; those are not those are. Yeah, but we talked about yeah. real submarines that you can really Active. go in. Sure, wow, yeah, it's a lot. Um, uh, second, James highest. Cameron listens. I mean, that's why we brought it up in the first place. <laughs> yeah, uh, second highest is uh, people who have ridden on elephants. Yep. That's mm-hmm. two hundred and ten. Yeah, it's so f- that's such a huge gap too between elephant and submarine. Yeah. yeah, and elephants are wildly easier to mount and and to be on than a submarine. Sure, we have many more listeners in the silent service than in Indian weddings. Mm. Sure, sure. Uh, then we had 119 uh, co- people in a cover band. Okay, and uh, 115 fezes. Uh, yeah. People who own fezes. Here's what happened with the fezes. Okay. Sam, is it turns out one of the Doctor Who's wears a fez at one point. Okay. And that skewed the numbers completely. Oh. That completely. Yeah. You couldn't have first seen that. Somebody you? sent yeah. me a picture of a business that sells at cons, travels the con country, selling at cons that only sells fezes. Wow. And it's like. It's like a big dis- – they have a big display. It's like a, when you see one of those trade show things and you're like, this is crazy. It's that, but it's all fezes. I drove by a, uh, a lacrosse store today mm-hmm. um, and I thought, how does that place stay in business? Hmm. I would think the same well, they, thing of the fez guy. Like, how I do- actually – I can explain that. Okay. They also do Jialai. Mm, <laughs> sure. So. Um, and then the biggest jump percentage-wise um, from the day we did – like the day we did that episode – uh, to then now, people keep calling in and like, oh, I've been meaning to call in, uh, is, of course, drug runs. Oh, yeah. that's We've, great. We have that's doubled great. our number of drug runs. <laughs> <laughs> we had 36 that first week, and now we're at 78. Hey. We're more than doubled. Yeah. All right. Yeah. How many uh, Juggalos did we end up with? Uh, total Juggalos were... Uh, they they actually didn't move that much. We had thirteen. Okay, um, yeah. it's a fun juggaloy number. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. What do you? And, I, I'm just curious. It, it's a pride of lions. It's a murder of crows. What do you call a, a group of juggalos together? <laughs> right, a, a fago of juggalos. <laughs> yep, a, a fago of juggalos. A squish. Yeah. <laughs> a stab. A stab <laughs> of juggalos. <laughs> uh, and then the, well, so that week we did juggalos versus Slavs. Mm-hmm. How many people, uh, Slavic people, do we have? Mm-hmm. And uh, particularly, we had one listener in Bosnia who thought she was the only listener. Yeah, she's been taunting on Twitter. Uh, and it turns out our second Bosnian listener emailed in. Hey! Wow, we thought you. there might be a second based on the downloads. Um, and uh, it's a guy named Dino. And uh, he's been doing his field work there for his master's. Um, but he can only account for a couple of, like, half of the other side of the download. So there may be a third. So he doesn't listen regularly. Well, he does, but he hasn't been in Bosnia 
for that oh, long. Okay. So there's He's a fan- mostly back home in Bedrock. Yeah. So there's a Phantom Third Slav. Yeah. Wow. Um, the Phantom Slav. That's our John Grisham novel. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, somebody called. So one of our our callouts was uh, how many people have met or interacted with somebody from the Buff- Buffy universe? Yeah. Um, and so we I had, bet Sam Regal has. I work with Allison Hannigan all the time. Yeah. 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 She's from the show Buffy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, we'll yes. add another number to that list. <laughs> uh, and and uh, Do, no, you have to cross it out. Sam also, Regal does not listen to oh, this. Oh right. <laughs> I, I also uh, I went to high school with Sarah Michelle Geller. Wow! Cool. Yep. I was uh, madly in love with her. I get well, it. I get it. Reasonably and I get so. It. And she would call me to ask my advice about what what boy she should date. Oh, yeah. Sam, that's so cute. I was, I was the best got friend. Teenage <laughs> friend zoned by Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. Um. Uh. But I and uh, uh, Felicia Day too. Oh yes, of yeah. course. Anyway, let's see. So you're 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 lousy with Buffy averse. <laughs> yeah. People. Yeah. Um, so speaking of all of those, we've got a call from somebody who had a relatively- I had anonymous sex with the British guy with the glasses. <laughs> Giles. Oh, yes. somebody called and said they they talked to Giles in Bath, where he lives in Bath. Whoa. They see him in, in town, and he was at he was buying something at a store and the, or a restaurant, and the guy was upset that he didn't know his name. Like he's like, wow. I'm famous. You should know my name. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, but this is a call. I don't know his name. A call we got. <laughs> yeah. We um. From somebody who had an interaction with somebody in the Buffy universe. Okay. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is uh, Tawny. I have a experience with a member from Buffy the Vampire Slayer for your survey. So uh, I worked at a diner in Vancouver, and Eliza Dushku, I believe her name, she played Faith in Buffy. I'd only ever seen one episode of Buffy, and she was in it. So I was like, oh, I know that girl. So she was sitting uh, in the diner. I don't think I was her server, but I did notice her constantly staring at me. And I was like, what's her deal? So I kind of just would smile at her and then pass by. And then this one time she just got really, like, intense eye contact with me. And uh, I sort of looked back at her, and she just started tapping her boob. And I was like, uh... (laughs) I looked at her boob because I was like, am I supposed to look at her boob? And then I looked at her and then she just sort of like looked at me more intently and tapped her boob and then sort of looked at mine. And so then I looked down at mine and uh, I had a giant string of cheese hanging off of it. (laughs) (laughs) Plates of cheeseburgers up my arm, like three at a time. And uh, I guess my boob was resting on one cheeseburger and took the cheese off it. And it just dangled there for a few minutes, and she was nice enough to let me know. Okay, guys, thanks so much. Love the show. Bye. Yeah, that rules. Dushku's great. Dushku, yeah, what, an, what a through. cool class act. Class act. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Dushku's a class act. Yeah, she's the type of person who will point at, at not at, she didn't point at the at the server's breast. No. Because that's rude. Right. She She took it on herself. I, by the way, will be tapping my boobs during my performance of the 1812 Overture. <laughs> mm, sure, in time. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, well, that's great. Yeah. So, so let's, let's get to the business at hand. And our, our last, for our, for our final For Now Coliseum, we were seeing who could get the closest to one listener. So we were saying that who could get the closest to one listener. Uh, zero immediately disqualified, oh. and, but then it is closest to one. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, you said? I said, how many people who were listening to the show... On a boat 
that they were either the captain or the first mate of. That seems limiting. Yeah, well, I didn't want, and not just like, uh, and not just do you have been, have listened to the, at that time, actively, as I said, those words right. were on a boat that they were first or second in command of. And I included ferries. <laughs> sure. Any notable uh, vessel, sea vessel. Sea vessel. Yeah. Sailing or motorized. And if it's a riverboat, that's fine too. Oh, yeah. Um, and I said, who has had a, a sexual experience at a Six Flags? So now, that is any, not just in passionate kissing, but any kind of like oh. contact, you know, genital to genital contact, mouth to genital, or, you know, anything like with full the, penetration. Full penetration, sure, yes. Sure, sure. Now, anything in the bathing suit area. <laughs> now, Jordan, we learned some things on Reddit mm-hmm. after you made that, cha- you issued that challenge. Well, I've learned a lot of things on Reddit. Yeah. For instance, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I, three bad things. Okay. One of the things uh, that I learned is that there is a six flag. There are two different six flags, at least two identified by redditors, mm-hmm. that have campgrounds. Mm. Oh well. And if there's on. campgrounds, yeah, there's, there's going to be fucking people. Yeah. yeah, like this is uh, very different from fucking on Superman the Ride. Sure, camp and fuck <laughs> both have four letters. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. <laughs> <laughs> notes Q-E-D. on camp. Notes on fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Susan. <laughs> Fuck The other thing that I found that I right. that I realized that our listeners pointed out was uh, p- potentially damaging to your chances of winning mm-hmm. this thing. Sure. Is that you did not exclude employees. Right. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's going to be my – I think that will be my ultimate undoing. Sure. I mean I think maybe – I mean I think I was maybe shooting for shooting for laughs above accuracy and I think that's, I think I'm, 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 I'm done for regardless. But I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's OK. We, we're having fun. I'm rooting for you important. still. Thank you, Sam. Yeah. I appreciate that. And I mean, who knows? It could, you could pull it out at the last, last minute. I think the, my only chance here is for Jesse to zero out. Yeah. Just yeah. for there to be no captains. It's very possible. It, sure. I mean it, I it, think it, you've got to – at least 50-50 shot. I think so, too. I feel good about it. I may have gone too narrow. But Sam, as a voice actor, of course, you know yeah. how how often at work things can get romantic. I mean, think of the number of times you've hooked up with Maurice LaMarche. <laughs> <laughs> Veteran, Veteran journeyman voice actor. voice actor Maurice LaMarche. Mel Blanc Jr. and you had mm-hmm. quite, totally. quite the torrid affair in the late 1980s. <laughs> D. Bradley Baker does a lot of animal noises. Oh, and he's yeah. an yeah. animal between the sheets sure. as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Brian, let's get H. The- fuck Benjamin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian, let's get yeah. those final numbers. Um, sure. Oh, do you guys want to talk about the uh, falling in love on an airplane? Uh, from Jen Kirkman. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Jen Kirkman. Let's, wanted let's to address know. that first. This is kind of a uh, uh, you know what's the thing that's not league play? That's just this is a yeah. uh, exhibition, an exhibition match. Yeah. How many people have fallen in love on an airplane? What do we get? Yeah. So we had uh, four different people who have met their future spouse on an airplane. Fuck. Um, mm. One was a people who were starting the Peace Corps at the same time, and they Aww. sat next to each other on their flight out. Cute. Um, oh. A couple other people, Toronto to San Francisco five years later, were married with a kid. Um, another guy was a, they were on a, a basketball trip and his, she was a cheerleader and he was in the basketball band. And they, <laughs> a tale as old as time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they've been married for six years, have eight month old twins. Um, and and then, by the way, you know what a basketball band is? 
That's a band that only plays basketball by Curtis Blow. <laughs> oh, sure. Or Round Ball Rock by John Tesh. Oh, that's entertainment tonight. Basketball <laughs> is my favorite sport. Yeah. I love the way they dribble up and down the court. How does Round Ball Rock go? Cannons! Um, someone else said they witnessed someone else tapping your boobs right now. Yeah. Oh, oh there we go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they witnessed someone else fall in love on the flight, like it was a, um, and they, like a three seat row situation. What? No, they were sitting uh, across the way, and they watched the two people on the other side yeah. uh, fall in love. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and like midway through the flight, the lady like put put up the. Uh, the the armrest and snuggled into him. And Cute. They, wow. they both pulled out stinky food. I think <laughs> that could, uh, they could have been married already, and that was some weird kinky role play thing that they oh, do every flight. You, you went know? to Sabaro. I went to Sabaro, <laughs> and they just both just nom a big ZD next to each other. And, nom nom, and then <laughs> poke each other's genitals under the blanket. <laughs> Um, so yeah. So that's. By the, f- the way, all of Jordan's most romantic experiences involve going to a Six Flags, mm-hmm. nomming a big Z, <laughs> and, then and poking, poking genitals, poking genitals, genitals under a blanket, yeah. under a stiff airline blanket. Uh, uh, I'm a man who knows what he likes. <laughs> if it wasn't stiff before, it's stiff now. That's right, because of the cum. Yeah. <laughs> I came on it. Yeah. Um, anyway, can uh, I have some pretzels? <laughs> no. Coming on those two, <laughs> uh, Brian. What okay. do we? What? Yes. Okay. So now, um, so you're you're right in that uh, we had a great deal of sex at mm. amusement parks. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, but six six flags. So so six yeah. flags. Though. So we had some uh, extracurriculars at uh, other amusement parks. Somebody fucked in a geodesic dome and uh, at Epcot. Wow. Oh, oh blowjob. Sorry, not a fuck. A That's blow okay. Job. Um, Thank you for that correction. Yeah. Want to be correct, accurate here. Um, and then we had a couple of second basers, but we don't count those. No, but nice um, to know. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. And then we we had... Boob tappers. Um, Boob tappers. <laughs> I'm doing a little douche cooing. <laughs> um, let me see if there's a couple to highlight. Uh, a lot of people, just very short and succinct, Six Flags America in line for Superman ride of steel, digital penetration. Wow. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I worked at a Six Flags and a nice young lady put her mouth on my genitals. In my days, we used to just do analog penetration. <laughs> right, sure. Uh, wh- a couple people, one, one couple uh, specifically wanted to, one, they wanted to f- uh, th- him to finger her, a woman wanted mm-hmm. hi- her boyfriend to finger her on a roller coaster because of the Mark Wahlberg movie Fear. Oh, where sure. Where I guess they do that. Wow. Yeah. I remember So they that. wanted to try to recreate that. Right. Uh-huh. Um, Don't we all? <laughs> I, for some reason, I really, truly in my head completed that sentence as because of the Mark Wahlberg hamburger chain Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> I People don't are know all... why my head. It was like when you're typing on your phone and it suggests something, and you're suggests like, "Suggests text, yeah, yeah." That's that's grammatically coherent, right. but not Does so Mark much. Does Mark Wahlberg own a chain of restaurants? Uh, I think his brothers. Yeah, he I and think his brothers. There's do. a there's a Wahlberg family burger chain oh. that was the subject of a reality show that I ate at a, the Boston airport recently. Mm-hmm. Wow! And I gotta say. One hundred percent Wahlberg. 
No. Yeah, I'm going... the, the patties. The patties are 100% Wahlberg. Guy Fieri at the Burbank Airport, my preferred airport mm. hamburger, has destroyed Wahlburgers at Boston Logan. Yeah. Wow. Destroyed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, a um, couple people took this opportunity to, to talk about other places that they fucked in public. Cool. Uh, that are pretty, <laughs> sure. pretty cool. All right. Any, oppor- any opportunity, you can uh, yeah. jump so, on that. So one guy said, yeah, yeah, the Six Flags thing applies to me, so put me down for that, but I've got something even better. I've had a true sex Seven flags. Yes. (laughs) He said, I have had a true sexual experience involving the Holy Trinity of private parts, which is what we were specifying, in the White House. What? What? Was this listener Bill Clinton? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then another guy who was from the UK. I'm just going to read what he wrote because it – this is poetry. Yeah. Um, I'm a UK resident. And we don't have six flags, but I've had intercourse in every chain place and loads of indies. Also loads of finger blasting at every amusement park in the UK. Anal at Legoland. <laughs> Anal at Legoland. That is the greatest name for an auto- autobiography. At <laughs> Anal at Legoland. The Sam Regal story. <laughs> as read by Jordan Morris as Jack McBrayer. <laughs> I'm permabanned from being a groomsman by other friends by getting after getting thrown out of a church for fucking by the organ just before a wedding. Oof. Okay. <laughs> I have had multiple warnings for sexual intercourse at work. The Vatican, Stonehenge. It's a shorter list. He worked at the Vatican? <laughs> no, those were other places oh, that he okay. just visited. It's a shorter Whoa. list of unusual places that I haven't fucked. So he's been everywhere. He's got a. He, I mean, no judgment. He's ju- traveled. No he's done no. his share, man. No judgment. No judgment. No judgment. But that is that's a compulsion. Sure. Yes. This is this seems to be more than just uh, let's spice things up. <laughs> yeah. This has grown into a concern. I would say. Yeah. But you know. Uh, I'm, yeah. I sure. fucked while hunting the most dangerous game. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what we call the hard target. <laughs> <laughs> The Van Damme version Jordan, of that movie. Jordan, Jordan. <laughs> Punches a snake in the face in that movie. It's fucking great. Hard target holds up. Um, all right, well, let's think, let's talk okay. final numbers, let's Brian. Let's talk final numbers. Um, okay, so we have uh, – so the total for Sex in a Six Flags mm-hmm. was 15. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know what? That would have been a pretty good guess as far as just for a normal, normal yeah. round. Yeah. Can I tell you, end of the day, moral of the story here? Mm-hmm. Tuppies fuck. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and they get horny by Looney Tunes licensing. <laughs> the smell of a funnel cake. Uh, what? Okay. So, okay. So now on the other side of things, we we have a couple decisions to make in terms of whether or not oh this qualifies as Jesse's a going to zero out. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I'm I got I'm gonna play a call here and you can tell me what you guys. Think. If it starts with Yar, he wins. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sunny D, this is John in Florida. Uh, I was just listening to the most recent episode of Jordan Jesse Go mm-hmm. as I was collecting the ice and the bar equipment that I needed to work a cruise on the cruise boat on which I am the first mate and bartender. Uh, I got right up to the part where you guys got to the Coliseum, had deposit to work my shift, and uh, as soon as we got the boat empty from our customers today, I put my headphones back in, walked off the boat. And technically, I was not on the boat when I heard uh, Jesse's, uh, Ooh, Jesse's wow. call for first mates or captain. Mm-hmm. But uh, right before, right after I was on the boat, I was listening. I don't know if that counts. I guess that's something they can argue about on the show. Wow. I got I to say, first and foremost, 
I don't know if Fritz Mate should also be bartender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that what? Seems like Do people a divergent just, they, set of skills. Does the captain call you that sarcastically? <laughs> <laughs> they just in the job interview they're like, "All right, which one's port and which one's starboard?" Yeah. Can you can you tie an O'Reilly? Sure. And they tie an O'Reilly and they're like, "Okay, what about making a Tom Collins?" <laughs> right. <laughs> a mixer in a Tom Collins. Wow. No, I Which, don't think that counts. I'm well, but, be but to be fair, I mean, the the gentleman wants to do his job mm-hmm. professionally. He right. can't be listening to a podcast while he's serving drinks. That's yeah, true. But I didn't. I mean, I I said that we're on listening to it on the boat. If he had said, if, if he had said, I put my headphones in and press play as I was walking mm-hmm. off the boat, I might say even a gangplank. A gangplank, right? Might, it's part of the boat. That's part of the boat. That might count. Yeah, I yeah. might be willing to count that, but well, I do feel like if, if he's a, if he's ashore, I can't claim that as a victory. Yeah, I f- I would feel like I was doing my friend Jordan dirty. Yeah, okay, so I'd the- like I was finger banging him at a six flag. <laughs> sure, well, you know. Th- there's one more. Um, okay, and, okay. Uh, they. It just depends on if you count it as a boat that he can be a captain. Of. Okay, he was kayaking at the time. So does a kayak count? No, a kayak doesn't count. Well, he is piloting a vessel. It's on the water. Yeah, but you need a. I think a captain is something you need a license for. You don't need a license. You just rent a kayak. Sure, sure. But yeah, you had said you were pretty inclusive of the, of the type of vessels. That's true. River cruises. Brian, I'm I'm gonna refer to your memory of what I said. Uh, because I had to be reminded what I had sure. picked before we started this segment. <laughs> this is tough. Yeah, this is really tough. I, a lot of wiggle room here. Yeah. Much like at a Six Flags. <laughs> a lot of wiggle room there, apparently. Yeah. Room to wiggle. Uh, what do you think? I'm not, this is not, I'm not emotionally caught up in this. If you, if you, if you feel like kayak counts. I don't I, remember exactly I, what the words were that you said, Jesse, but my gut says that the kayak doesn't count. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to controvert you. If he had said, if this person had said, I was paddle boarding, right. I'd say no. The paddle board that's is not a boat. That's no. not a boat. But a kayak does seem like a type of boat. It is a type, sure. Okay, wait, hold on. What, what are you going to? What is this? You pulling out? You pulling out? Is this the co- a, cop, a pocket constitution? Hey, <laughs> hey Siri, is a kayak a type of boat? <laughs> okay, I found this on the web for is a kayak a type of boat. Check well, it out. Kayaks are a kind of boat that is slim <laughs> and small. Well, and that's right from MarineInsight.com. <laughs> Marine, Marine Insight. Insight. <laughs> well, I am not going to argue with the fine folks at MarineInsight.com. I mean, to my mind, you got to ask, is it a sit-on-top kayak, of course? Right. Is, it, is it a touring kayak? Mm-hmm. Is it a recreational a double? kayak? There's doubles, Doubles, sure. Yeah. <sighs> wow. I mean, a canoe would count, right? I don't think. I mean, you wouldn't count a canoe. I uh, you, say, you say captaining a ship. <laughs> it's a job. That's a, this a uh, kayak is a hobby. But I also included. I just was meant rank. I just said rank one, number one or number two on the boat. So to me, the question okay. is, does it count as a boat? I'm it's I'm arguing what the definition the of captain is or first mate. Right. So you think if there's not any passengers, it's not. Y- yeah. But I specifically just said top two on the boat, didn't I, Brian? Yeah, you said something like that. I think that. I was okay. pretty clear about that. I said, like, rowboats counted. 
right? Didn't I say robots? <laughs> <laughs> I well, but yeah, I mean, if, I if, if we agreed upon robots, then kayak okay. is in there, what too. What did I say so. about paddle boats? Did I say those count? I remember I making a ruling. I think about paddle boats counting, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's, well. I, that's even lamer than is this, I Is this kayak. all that's left, Brian? Uh, there's one last call that sums everything, that sums the Coliseum let's up do. pretty well. Yeah, okay. let's hear that. Okay. It just goes. <laughs> hey, Jordan, Jesse, and Sunny D. Uh, my name is Dell. I'm not a Bronson. And uh, even though I wore bowling shoes throughout seventh grade, even though I've ridden an elephant numerous times at a circus my Shriner grandfather worked at as a clown, and my grandfather also willed me his fez and took me on a submarine. Uh, his name was Mike. He's also not a Bronson. Even though I accidentally bought a drug rug in Cozumel one time thinking it was just a beach blanket, even though my best friend's dad also happens to be the guy who designed all the box art for the Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV VHS releases, and even though I grew up in a remodeled 19th century tavern near an old graveyard and had plenty of supernatural experiences as a child, none of those things made me want to call in, but I think the final category demands my participation. So here we go. About a week before Halloween 1999, a friend of mine tricked me into taking a group date down to Six Flags Great America for the Fright Fest. I was paired off with a girl I didn't really know, and even as close as we were, crammed into the backseat of my friend's 1983 Chevrolet Celebrity, by the end of the day, we were much closer. That day started out like any other Six Flags. It was a thunderstorm that lasted until the evening had left the park pretty Is much Is this empty. the moth? I, the costume it's Penthouse Forum. Alt.sex.stories. And whoever was supposed to be in charge of the playlist must have joined them because the speakers around the park were only playing the Halloween theme on repeat at what seemed like full volume. After one of the many times a Freddy Krueger jumped out at us from behind a garbage can or a bush or whatever, our group got split up and my date and I ran into the demon roller coaster. Where are we 69? I'm not sure if it was the weather, <laughs> it's the be right. atmosphere, <laughs> or the thrill of the roller coaster's climax. Hmm. But by our third straight time around the ride, hands had found zippers. I'm a gentleman, so I won't go into too many details, but <laughs> well, only a really good hand job takes place on a roller coaster as far as I'm concerned. That rainy day at Six Flags, I truly was hard as a rock and wet as a river. <laughs> wow. Poetry. This is our, this is, like this is our man, official listener. The man, the man who says he won't go into too many details. Also, the man who specified a 1983 Chevrolet. <laughs> I knew, remembered the car. Wow. Well, this man has replaced Hempus as our greatest <laughs> listener. We have a juggalo listener named Hempus. Oh, that's great. And he was our favorite, and now he's fucking shit to us. Because <laughs> this Hempus. guy rules. Oh, man. Sorry, Hempus. Um, well, that was, that was just high quality writing. I mean, like, that, that was great writing. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Well, the Coliseum is officially closed until yep. we need something else to do <laughs> and decide to do it again. Or until our tigers get hungry. That's true, yeah. we yeah. got to feed something to them. Gotta totally. feed something Might as well be Christians. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know? Trying to bring End down the, the Roman Empire. We had a lot of fun in the Coliseum. I think we learned a lot. Sure. Do you have any reflections? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the the public sex thing is wild. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, I guess it's more common than, than one would think. Yeah, yeah, you did a much better job of uh, thinking of public sex questions. <laughs> sure, yeah, those were most of mine, honestly. <laughs> mine were mostly transportation related. <laughs> sure, yeah. I basically have the mind of a four-year-old. Right. <laughs> These are the things that interest you guys. Yeah, yeah. choo-choo. We both, we're men of... 
specific interests. Can I tell you what my uh, son Oscar was running around the house naked yelling uh, about two hours ago? Yes. Hey, guys, guys, let's play all the cute Pokemons. That's really let's good. Let's play We Are the Cute Pokemons. That's so cute. The cute Pokemons. It. He wants to be the cute Pokemon yeah, specifically. That's so cute. He wanted to be Pikachu, which seems like too obvious of a choice. It's extremely obvious, but it's also extremely cute. I just saw the Detective Pikachu. Oh, movie. Yeah. It's a very. It's a, it sounds cute. It's super cute. Yeah, I mean, you just want to squeeze that little guy. Yeah, I think you would make a good Pikachu. Oh yeah, yeah. Because or of a my, Squirtle. Because of my personality, or just because of my talent. You would make a good Pikachu because of your talent. Sure. And you'd make a good Squirtle because of how good you are at squirting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Especially if bring Maurice to... LaMarche is around. Sure, yeah. Oh, my God. Put, <laughs> yum, put yum. Frank Welker on a oh, roller coaster and I God. will just splooge all over Ooh. the place. Billy West, what <laughs> are you doing here? <laughs> I think this just became a log ride. <laughs> Flume. We're fluming over here. Fluming. Take your okay. picture. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Co. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Graham. And we're two house DJs who have been trapped inside our drum machine. We love it here, and we'd love if you stopped by and visited us every week on Stop Podcasting Podcasting Yourself here on MaximumFun.org. We're just a couple of doofuses from Canada. And listen to our show or perish. (laughs) Stop podcasting yourself on MaximumFun.org. This is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we ma- we are married. And how's the ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good. <laughs> we talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays. One time Rachel talked about pumpernickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread. We also talk about music and poems and, you know, weather. There is one. Yeah, weather? <laughs> one time Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, this song, for like 14 minutes. And it just really blew my hair back. So. <laughs> so check us out on MaximumFun.org It's a cool podcast with chill vibes Amber is the color of our energy Is what all the iTunes reviews say <laughs> They will now It's Jordan, Jesse, go I'm Jesse Thorne, America Radio Jordan Morris, boy detective Oh, and hey, uh, this is Sam Regal. Uh, I own a fine rug. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep stick with the Walmart man if you want to. <laughs> oh, I didn't know I had a Walmart yeah, but, man. It's solid. Know, it's nice to know that you have a good rug. I do. Uh, Sam, thank you so much for being here. It's always so fun when you come to visit. Holy moly. You guys are so welcoming and inviting, and you, you seem to genuinely care about me and my interests. We and, do. Yeah, no. And and – and I, you know, I'm just using you to find out more about Maurice Lamar. <laughs> so what that guy's working. If with. I may, as a voiceover person, voiceover director, please. When you guys were doing your ads earlier, mm-hmm. you guys are great. Ah, cut it out. No, legitimately, cut it out. like you were like Thank cold you. reading this stuff, and it sounded, 
It sound it was articulate. You emphasized all the right words. Okay, like you guys have talent. Thank, Thank you. That's you. nice As of you to radio say. advertisers. Thank yeah. you. Well, we just have a lot of passion for ZipRecruiter. <laughs> Who wouldn't love that yeah. crew, baby? Love the crew. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, thanks, Sam. Uh, if people do not already uh, uh, consume the Critical Role program, where should they watch? Oh, uh, you can watch us every Thursday night on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Critical Role, or go to critrole.com to find out all the latest and greatest that's happening at Critical Role. And is there anything? Now that's a good cold read. <laughs> is there anything coming up in the Phoenix Rideverse? <laughs> no, you know, confidentially, not even confidentially, people are listening to this. <laughs> yeah. I bet as confidential as you can get for a podcast, honestly. Let's call it embar- embarrassingly. Yeah. Yeah. How about let's say embarrassingly confidentially, sure. given yeah. the size of our audience. A, uh, a Phoenix Wright fan uh, uh, hit me up on the Twitters uh, not so long ago mm-hmm. saying, hey, uh, that new Phoenix Wright game's coming out. Uh, you're in it, right? And I, oh, my heart sang. Oh, Sam. I think I may have been replaced, oh. and I think I found out from from. Twitter, I know who Twitter it is. User. Can I tell you who it is? Who is it? I read about this. Ira Glass. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Lin-Manuel called up his fucking agent Fuck and was Lin-Manuel like, I can do anything right now. I'm going to start stealing jobs from my friends. Yeah. I want to do Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Oh, he the would. anime legal simulation game. Wow. Beloved by Lindsay Pappas. He's my nemesis now. Yeah. You, Sam, you don't need it. You've done. You've done your time yep. as an anime lawyer. You've yep. moved on, bigger and better. Well, who needs him? Yeah. Has Lin Manuel Miranda ever tasted the sweet meat of Maurice Lamarck? <laughs> oh boy, no, that's something that I get. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that part of my career is just case dismissed. Oh yeah. Wow. Uh, one... It's really beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't. I you know I came here expecting to laugh, but I didn't come here <laughs> expecting to be moved. <laughs> Uh, if you're in the L.A. area, you can come see us on Wednesday, 724 at the Angel City Brewery. Can I update that, Jordan? Please. I'm, I'm, I don't, the last thing I want to do is correct my friend Jordan. Sure. If you're in the L.A. area, you must you come must, see you us. You must come. You yeah. must come see us on Wednesday night. Look, we know you can go to the Largo and see Sarah Silverman and friends. Sure. And we know that. Will that be a great show? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Better than our show, mm-hmm. arguably. <laughs> yeah, well, that's debatable. I mean, we got Mitch and Nick. Yeah. Doughboys, Allie Gertz, a special message from Amy Mann. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be a ton of fun. You think and... Amy Mann recorded the video because she's booked at Largo that night? <laughs> Very well, good baby. <laughs> yeah, I got to be at come Largo, and do it in so... person. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks so much, Sam. This has hey, been a blast. This is great. Love you guys. Sam, you're the greatest. It's always a joy to see you. Our producer is Brian Sonny D. Fernandez. You can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can find us on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris, at Jesse Thorne. Sam Regal, you on that Twitters? Yeah, I'm at Sam Regal. R-I-E-G-E-L. You spelled it right? Yeah, I did. It's a fun Twitter. Wow. We're interested in you. We have genuine mm-hmm. interest in you, and wow. Samuel. Wow. I feel real. I feel two inches taller. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, well, that's just because Maurice Lamarche walked into the room. <laughs> two, inches, two inches longer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Blood is rushing. Uh, hashtag, it, hashtag it JJ Go on Twitter. You can like us on uh, Facebook. And 
hey, Jordan. Yeah. If you're not in Los Angeles, you want to see Jordan Jesse go live? Great news. There are two fucking entire Jordan Jesse go live shows our Max FunCon show and our Boston show from the Summer Boys of Summer Tour that are both available to watch in their entirety for free on the Maximum Fun YouTube channel right now. Yeah. We thought about making those a members-only thing. We thought about a lot of shit. We're just like, let the people have what they want. Let the people see our visages. Several Uh, thousand people want to watch this. Yeah. Let's let them have it. Who are we to stand in the way, stand between them and, and this this thing juggernaut that yes. is yes you this uncut fucking heroin of entertainment mm-hmm. yeah. it's available for free in hd yeah, yeah. i that's, mean that's libertarian right there like positively. Any, ev- everyone can just do it and it's up to them to to monitor their own intake you know what call rand me. paul 2020 call Thank me you. rand paul yeah. i'm against the americans with disabilities act now. <laughs> oh, <wow>. oh boy <laughs> because i think that anyone should be allowed to watch jordan jesse yeah go. yeah yeah rand paul is against that Yes, kids with disabilities yeah. it came out publicly. It wasn't a. This is a statement of fact. Yeah, we'll see you next time, with Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture, artist owned, audience supported.